0: The On My Mind Podcast. I know that what is on our minds can impact those around us and ourselves for good or for bad. Join me, Remy Keen, as I share tips on how to have a better day by changing what is on our minds. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the show today. I'm glad you joined me. I'm glad you took some time out of your day to better your day and listen to the podcast. I hope that I can help you uh, be a little motivated today. I have a motivational story that I'd like to share with you. I've heard it before, but I just thought it would be something awesome to share with you all. So here it goes, the important things in life. A philosophy professor stood before his class with some items on the table in front of him. When the class began, wordlessly he picked up a very large and empty mayonnaise jar and proceeded to fill it with rocks, about two inches in diameter. Then he asked the students in the class if the jar was full. They agreed that it was, so the professor then picked up a box of pebbles And poured them into the jar. He shook the jar lightly. The pebbles, of course, rolled into the open areas between the rocks. He then asked the students, again, if the jar was full. They agreed it was. The professor then picked up a box of sand and poured it into the jar. Of course, the sand filled up the remaining open areas in the jar. He then asked once more, if the jar was full. The students responded with a unanimous, yes, this time. Now, said the professor, I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. The rocks are the important things, your family, your partner, your health, your child. Things that if everything else was lost And only they remained, your life would still be full. The pebbles are the other things that matter to you, like your job, your house, your car. The sand is everything else, the small stuff. If you put the sand into the jar first, he continued, then you have no room for the pebbles or the rocks. The same goes for your life. If you spend all your time and energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are important to you. Pay attention to the things that are critical to your happiness. Play with your children. Take your partner out dancing. There will always be time to go to work, clean the house, give a dinner party, or fix the garbage disposal. Take care of the rocks first, the things that really matter. Set your priorities the rest is just sand. God has given us all a gift, the gift of family. If we really take it seriously, our family is probably the most important thing that we have going on in our lives, whether that's your spouse or your your partner or your uh, children uh, or all of them. I mean, anything that You, Anyone that you love dearly uh, is a gift, really. Through our experiences, uh, we get to celebrate the fact that they are gifts to us. And though we might (laughs) be very different from each other, we can all relate in being a family. Each of us receives from our family much of who we are and both good and bad things within a family there are incredible opportunities for life and goodness yet they are also a source of pain and brokenness for many of us this is true of our immediate families but it is also true of our church families within the church we are able to encounter life and blessing from god yet we come face to face with our own brokenness And need for God so uh, it might seem like it's uh, a curse to have family sometimes it might seem like it's not the best thing that's happened to you it's gonna be easy to feel like it's not something that you want however it's something that you need Um, at its best to be in the family of God is to live In the goodness of God, where we are known and loved perfectly by God. As John reminds us, we are called children of God, and that is what we are. John pressed into the very core of our being, reminding us that our foundational core identity is belovedness, that we are the beloved of God. And do you know this about yourself? Can you say, I know I am loved by God? To be known is a kind of a scary thing, if you think about it. Uh, culturally, we look for all sorts of masks to hide behind. We put up fronts. We build walls. We fear vulnerability and transparency sometimes. Um, good relationships lead us to being open and honest with people, but because we've been hurt by certain people or because we've had our honesty used against us before, uh, we just kind of fear vulnerability. We kind of back down from sharing our whole selves uh, very quickly. But if we can do this, we learn something so profound that it can change our entire lives. You and I are accepted so perfectly, so radically, and loved with such safety and care that we don't have to hide and pretend with god we get to know him we get to just be with him and we don't have to put on a front we don't have to put on a mask god knows us for who we are and loves us for some of us the church is the last place you look for safety and comfort it may have been a place of great pain and suffering in your life Yet, the church is God's gift to you and I. Like any family, it's often messy and complicated. It fails in its mission, and it's not always lived up to its potential. But it can be a good source for you, and it's a place where you can take off your masks and learn to live together, even if you're insecure. Even if you don't feel confident in, in vulnerability, uh, it's a place where you can begin to take the steps to trust others. We are reminded today that we aren't left alone in isolation, but God gives us the, the gift of the church, of a family of believers, to learn together how to grow into the likeness of Christ under the safety and warmth of his perfect fatherly love. We encounter the love of God and are changed in the process so that when we see Jesus face to face, it won't be our first introduction, but we'll bear the family resemblance. We'll be like him, is what John says in 1 John 3, 2. God wants to be your heavenly father. God wants to be your dad of the family that he created, that he set up. He he wants to be there for you, and he wants to love you, each and every one of you. There's a place in the Bible where it says dads should love their wives and children and be good to them. God is describing what he wants to be for you in that verse. God wants to be there for you, and God is there for you. You just have to know that and talk to him. So I want to invite you to do that. I know this week's podcast is a little shorter and a little more different than normal, but I wanted to make it this way because that's just how I felt it would come across best. I hope this message gets to you. I hope you are able to think over this. And honestly, if you are impacted by it, great. Take, take the extra time that you would have listened to this and just think about it. Talk to God about it. Do whatever you would with it. I just, I want the best for you and I want what you uh, need to draw out of this to be drawn out of this. So uh, I pray that that's what you get out of it and that's what you hear, uh, that you're built up by it and that you know that God loves you so dearly and that he's here for you and he won't won't ever leave you or forget about you uh, but thank you so much for joining me and have a wonderful and blessed day Thanks for listening to the On My Mind Podcast. Be sure to visit theonmymindpodcast.com to connect with us and check out our Facebook group to join the conversation. If you love the On My Mind Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. Until next time, have a wonderful and blessed day. The On My Mind podcast is listener-supported. If you would like to help, please visit theonmymindpodcast.com. Click on support or Patreon to support us monthly. Or you can buy a resource or something from the store to support us one time. We appreciate your support in any way that you can contribute. Thank you.